like feeling good? Well, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Positive Thinking, the podcast created to uplift and encourage you while giving practical tools to keep Christ at the center of your life. Like a painter dips his paintbrush in vibrant colors to color a painting, you can come here to be reminded that you are redeemed, filling your world with a kaleidoscope of biblical principles. Here to bless you, welcome your host, an author, retired naval officer, CEO, and Christ follower, Mrs. Colorful Day herself, Jasmine Baker. Hey, you podcasters. I'm super excited to pop on today to bless you. Have I got a word for you? I'm excited, super excited. You are not going to be uh, let down on today because what I have to share with you is definitely going to be a blessing to you in this season. We're going to jump right into the book of John. We're going to be in the book of John and we will be in John 7. And we're going to start in at verses four and we're going to work our way down to verse 14. But I'm going to I'm not going to read each scripture in there. I'm just going to read the highlights and I'll pull it you know, out of the text so you can see it. And then you can go back and read all of John chapter seven on your own. It's kind of interesting because if I had to title today's topic, I would say God's perfect timing. God's perfect timing. How many of you know that timing is everything? Timing is everything with God. Timing is everything with God. Timing is everything with God. And a lot of the times, and I talked a little bit about this on the podcast that I released yesterday when I talked about no more disgrace. When I talk about no more disgrace, Elizabeth had to wait. Elizabeth and her husband had to wait, you know, till they were in their old age until they saw a promise come to pass. And, and at that point, Elizabeth's disgrace turns to uh, a blessing, but it had a timing set on it. And that's what I, I want you to understand on today. Everything's about timing with God. It's always been that way. It's about timing. He has uh, ordained specific things that happen at a certain time. He's co coordinating things in the background. He's orchestrating the whole entire universe so that your promise can come to pass. And that's why it's such a blessing when you wait on the promise and, and say there is a lot of excruciating pain when you're waiting on the promise or excruciating waiting that can often feel painful because you just feel like it's never going to happen. But when it happens, it washes away all of that. You don't even remember how long you had to wait. It washes it all the way because it's all worth it at that point. That's when the pain makes sense. The pain will completely make sense once God blows his favor over your life. And we're going to jump into there. But before I jump into um, the podcast today, I want just to tell everyone thank you. Thank you for subscribing. Those that have not had a chance to go and download Positive Thinking app off of Apple or Android, please go download it. It's called Positive Thinking, and it'll be um, a logo with a bunch of little uh, colorful dots on there, and it'll say Positive Thinking. I want you to download that app so that you're able to access everything inside of um, at least my what I call my Positive Thinking Nation. Everything that's inside of there, we have books, we have a Positive Thinking Business School. We have Positive Thinking, um, of course, Apple Podcasts. We have Positive Thinking YouTube channel. We have Positive Thinking 
things that are coming on the horizon. We also have a positive thinking boutique, um, a store that has a lot of his and her items, a lot of cups and mugs, those that really want to support the positive thinking movement to um and I based the movement kind of and not even kind of, but in the scripture, so shall a man think it, so is he. If we think positive thoughts, because the word of God says, think on those things of good report, those things that are good and true, you can expect those things to begin to manifest in your life. And I, I want you to understand that one today. And I have a lot of little items on inside of the positive thinking boutique that you can um, purchase just to keep that positive thinking out in the forefront of your day-to-day. And the other thing I wanted to say is those that have not jumped onto my YouTube channel, I'm challenging you to go over to the YouTube channel. Don't be scared. I want to meet you guys. Go over to my YouTube channel. It's Positive Thinking Podcast. That's what it's called, Positive Thinking Podcast. And you can type in Jasmine Baker after you type in Positive Thinking Podcast in your search engine of your phone. Positive Thinking Podcast, Jasmine Baker, J-A-S-M-I-N-E-B-A-K-E-R. Type that in and my podcast will come up and I release it in video form as well. So whenever you're feeling where you would rather have face-to-face interaction, please go over to the YouTube channel. And if you feel that you just want to listen, you can click on the Apple podcast, whatever floats your boat. I'm trying to make it so accessible to you in this season that you will always have positive vibes at your fingertips by way of the word of God. And as I was going through some of the um, country stats today, I just wanted to shout out um, a couple of countries that have been uh, just pressing in, you know, on the podcast station. I have a lot of uh, podcast listeners over in the mainland. Of course, you guys know that I um, reside in Hawaii. So the mainland, uh, they are listening and I want to tell you, thank you. You know, I have multiple listeners over in multiple states, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Texas, California, uh, New York, Rhode Island, Illinois, Indiana, Montana, South Dakota, North Dakota, anywhere you could think we have listeners, Oregon, Pennsylvania, we have them everywhere. And I just want to tell you guys, thank you on today. And I also want to shout out some countries on today. Um, we have uh, the United Kingdom, Bangladesh, Italy, Australia, Canada, India, Denmark, Ireland, Brazil, France, Mexico, Serba, Costa Rica, Germany, Iraq, Japan, Thailand, South Africa, United Arab Emirates, Austria, Iran, South Korea, Netherlands, Poland, Qatar, Russia, Seychelles, Sweden, and multiple other locations. I just wanted to shout out all of those places, you know, to let you know that I appreciate you listening. And I have, I see a very huge growth in the United Kingdom in Bangladesh and also uh, Australia, Canada, and India, and Italy. I see a heavy growth there. And I just want to tell you, loyal listeners who are passing the word, to keep up, keep up passing it around. Um, let people know that they can download the Positive Thinking Podcast application. Let them know that they can purchase books. Let them know that I go live on my YouTube channel. And that's another thing that I like to get a time when it's convenient for most of my listeners to hop on to the live to ask me questions 
that you want to ask me about particular topics that you want to get my biblical perspective on. I'm so happy to do that for you guys, but I need you to go over to Positive Thinking Podcast, Jasmine Baker's YouTube channel so that we can interact in that way. Again, I appreciate you guys staying loyal to the channel over the years. I tell you that I thank you and I totally, totally appreciate you. And we're going to jump right into our word on today. Our word on today is God's timing is everything. God's timing is everything. We're going to be in the the book of John. I'm just going to jump right in at John 7, chapter 7, verses 7. It says, after this, Jesus went around in Galilee. He did not want to go about in Judea because the Jewish leaders there were looking for a way to kill him. But when the Jewish festival of tabernacles was near, the Jewish festival of tabernacles was near. This is, I need you to get this because he is at this point in his ministry where, you know, they're going up to this Jewish festival that they were traditionally going to, even when he was a little boy. So it says when the Jewish festival of tabernacles was near. Jesus's brother said to him, now I want you to get this. This is his brothers. This is his family. They're saying this to him. Leave Galilee and go to Judea so that your disciples there may see the works you do. No one who wants to become a public figure acts in secret. Since you are doing these things, show yourself to the world for even his own brothers did not believe him. See, I need you to get this on today. When I say God's timing is everything, even when we get to this place where people are being sarcastic about the uh, promise over your life. People are being sarcastic about the thing that God has put inside of you to build the vision that you just won't let go. Uh, When people become sarcastic, they will sometimes try to push you out of the timing of God because of their disbelief. And this is his brothers. And I need you to get this because this is symbolizing that family can do it to us. This is symbolizing that close relationships, close friendships can, uh, advice they could be giving you could, ultimately try to push you out of God's perfect timing. That's what's happening here with Jesus. I'm going to read it. I'm at chapter seven, verse two. But when the Jewish festival of tabernacles was near, Jesus's brother said to him, so they all go to this festival. So the brothers are saying this to him, leave Galilee and go to Judea so that your disciples there may see the works you do. No one who wants to become a public figure acts in secret. So they're basically saying, look, if you all of that you know, you, you trying to get popular, you trying to win uh, Mr. Congeniality Awards, you need to go out there, you need to get out there to the festival right now, you know, so that everybody can see you. And then at the end, it says, for even his own brothers did not believe him. So they didn't believe in what he stood for. They didn't believe in him. And I need you to get this on today that oftentimes where God is releasing a miracle over your life, I promise you, people aren't going to um, be the first to get on your team. I know that I'm right because when I taught the topic called No More Disgrace, if you haven't listened to No More Disgrace, go back and listen to that. I released it yesterday. It talks about Elizabeth and how her disgrace and shame was removed by God uh, blessing her with the miracle baby of John the Baptist. But you got to understand when she got blessed with that huge miracle, when the promise of God is over your life, she went into seclusion. As soon as she found out she was pregnant, she stayed into seclusion for five um, months. And I find this very interesting because Jesus is operating and doing certain things. He's doing some healings. He's, you know, become the topic of people's discussion and his brothers got an attitude about it. 
People are going to have an attitude about what God is doing in your life. Everybody's not going to be happy for you and you need to get this and you need to get it today and get it fast so you don't find yourself disappointed when people act flaky, when you don't find yourself disappointed when people are acting fickle. That's normal. People aren't always going to be happy for you. Your focus shouldn't even be on people. It should be on God. So I'm decreeing and declaring that you will look from the hills for which come with your help because your help comes from God. You're going to begin to look to God for strength. You're going to look to God for encouragement. You're going to look to God to know that he's pleased with you because the whole goal of this, this walk of sanctification, a walk of sanctification is what you do after you get saved. Once you're saved and you begin to walk out your, your salvation, that's called the walk of sanctification because things are falling off of you daily as you pull closer to God. The word of God says, if we draw nigh to him, he will draw nigh to us. As we draw nigh to him, come on now, we become more like him. We become Christ-like. And when we become Christ-like, we become less flesh-like and people have a problem with it because certain people were happy when you was clowning, when you was the life of the party, when you was buying everybody drinks, when you was um, just doing random stuff, taking shots or whatever you used to do that wasn't Christ-like. And that's, that's the kind of crowd that was drawn to that thing. Now you're a new creature. Now you are operating under the promises of God and you understand that they are yes and amen. And people have a problem with that. People have a problem with that. Come on now. When people are going in the opposite direction, they do not give you the uh, People's Choice Award, Award when you decide to go in a direction headed towards Christ. Most of the time, if you decide to go against status quo and status quo is normally not a, a Christ-like thing, Christ is always a causing offense. He caused offense everywhere he went, not because he wanted to. So don't get me wrong on that. You don't walk in a room trying to offend people, but your light is shiny and it dispels darkness. And it says the darkness can't distinguish, extinguish the light. So your light is expelling the darkness and people have a problem with their issues having light shined on it. And you're not even looking for their issues. You're just showing up. You're just trying to bless people. You're just trying to love on them. But your light is so bright. Your light is so awesome that some people have a problem with it. They have a problem with it. And when you start to go in a different direction, they will try to make decisions for you to get you to get out of God's will. And that is what is happening here in John 7 verses 4. No one who wants to become a public figure acts in secret. So since you are doing these things, show yourself to the world. This is his brothers, for even his own brothers did not believe in him. And then it says, therefore, Jesus told him, I'm at verse 6. Therefore, Jesus told them, my time is not yet here. For you, any time will do. So you need to get this because he's saying, look, the Lord hasn't told me to go there yet. I know God's plan for my life. He, he, he's telling me what to do. I'm letting the father lead and guide me. And if I was supposed to be there, trust me, I would already be on my way. He's in close relationship with God. And I know that I'm right because he's constantly praying and having this intimate time with the father and the father is uh, giving him secrets. And this is why prayer in this season is so crucial. This is why prayer is so important because when we spend time in prayer, the Lord can give us what's called a download, a download of what he wants us to do, a download of the future. He can give us a download of strategic objectives for our company. He can give us a download of an outline for a book. He can give us a download of the friends and the circles that he wants us to be in. He will give us a download of a new song to write. He will give us a download of uh, just anything we need. He will download it to us because we are in such relationship with him.
He will show us the deep things. It says the, the word of God says the deep call it to the deep. So when you pursue God for deep things, he's going to reveal those deep things to you. So with this particular scripture, it says, therefore, Jesus told them, my time is not yet here for you. Any time will do. He's saying that because he's saying you don't spend that time with God. You don't know the father's heart. You don't know it the way that I know it because I was with him in the very beginning. And for you. Any time will do. You a step completely out of God's will and you don't even care. But for me, he's saying, no, this is not my time yet. And I love this because this gives us a, a direct contrast with how man thinks and how we can find ourselves out of the will of God because we're not spending that intimate time with God. It says the world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify that it works. Its works are evil. You go to the festival I am not. So he makes it plain and clear. So you don't ask him again. You go ahead and go to the festival. I am not going up to the festival because my time has not yet fully come. So he's basically saying the Lord has not told me to go yet. It's not my time to show up at the festival yet. When it's my time, trust me, I'll show up at the festival. But right now I ain't going because the Lord ain't told me to go. And then when you go down to verse nine, it says, after he has said this, he stayed in Galilee. So he let them go. He stays in Galilee. And, I, and it don't, the scriptures don't say he stayed in Galilee and pray, at least in John chapter seven, it doesn't say that. But I believe he stayed in Galilee. And he spent time with the father because his pattern was to always spend time with the father. He was in such close proximity in his relationship with the father. But he stays in Galilee while they they go ahead and go up to the festival. And when you go down to um, verse 10, it says, however, after his brothers had left for the festival, he went also not publicly, but in secret, not at the. Now at the festival, the Jewish leaders were watching for Jesus and asking, where is he? So you got to get this. When his brother showed up at the festival, the Jewish leaders was looking for Jesus. Jesus had not showed up yet. He, sh he went there, but he went in secret because how many of you know that everything don't need to be said? Everything don't need to be said. Some of the biggest successes are completed in silence. Everything don't need to be said and you don't need to tell everybody everything. So what you, you doing great. You don't need to post it on Facebook all the time. You don't need to Instagram everybody all the time. Everybody don't need to know what you're doing because they are trying to inadvertently push you out of God's time. And I'm not saying all the time, but I'm saying a lot of the time because I'm looking at this pattern that's happened with Jesus's brother. This is Jesus's brother. This is his brothers. They see him every day. They see the awesomeness and the wisdom that he has. And this is how they're treating him. His brothers, you have to get this. I'm at verse 12, John 7, verse 12. Among the crowds, there were a widespread whispering about him. Some say he is a good man. Others replied, no, he deceives people. But no one would say anything publicly about him for fear of the leader. So basically, this is all occurring at the festival. People are whispering about what they think Jesus is. Some people believe him. Some people don't. But everybody got their sideline conversations going about, you know, the purpose of Jesus. And I love this because when you go to verse 14, I remember I said, God's timing is perfect. God's timing is perfect. And when someone inadvertently tries to push you out of God's timing, you have to really, really be careful and begin to separate yourself from them. Make it clear that no, I'm not doing that because God has not called me to it. Make it clear because they will inadvertently continue to try to pressure you to push you out of God's will. But go down to verse 14. It says, not until halfway through the festival did Jesus show up to the temple courts and begin to teach. Now get this. He showed up at the festival. 
He just didn't tell them what time he was going to show up at the festival. He didn't need them to mess up anything because the Lord didn't tell him to tell his brothers when he was going. He was going. He just wasn't going when they told him to go because that was out of the timing of God. The Lord had a specific timing in which you have to understand about the uh, festival of tabernacles in in the beginning of the festival, they're, they're worshiping, they're doing all these different things. They're, you know, getting excited, celebrating, um, coming out of the desert and the Lord keeping them during that desert time. But toward the end of the festival, when he shows up halfway through the festival, you got to understand, and I, the scriptures don't say this, but I, I really believe this. They were in a place to the ones that were supposed to receive him and his teaching was in a place to receive it because their hearts had been prepared for by way of worship, by way of celebrating. You know, they're worshiping and praising God. And there was people, I believe, that needed that preparation so that when he came in teaching, they could receive. And, and go back to verse 14. It says, not until halfway through the festival did Jesus go up to the temple courts and begin to teach. The Jews were the Jews there were amazed and asked, how did this man get such learning without having been taught? Jesus answered, my teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me. So I love this because he's basically, he comes up and he waits at this appropriate time because the Lord has set the stage for him to teach. See, the Lord is doing a preparation. He's prepping the playing field for your arrival. He was prepping the playing field for Jesus to show up in the temple and teach. If he showed up too soon, the right people wouldn't have been there to receive the, the plan that the Lord had, had spun in place. And I know that I'm right because Jeremiah 29 and 11 says that I know the plans that I have for you is not to hurt or to harm you, but it's to give you a hope in the future. So he, he is have a plan. He being God has a plan laid out for Jesus Christ that so that his ultimate plan can be worked to completion. So Jesus Jesus Christ shows up there halfway through. He's teaching in the courts and the Jewish leaders are amazed with his teaching. And they're so amazed that they have a problem and they need to know how he learned all this. And he makes it perfectly clear. My teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me. He makes it clear that, look, you don't think I'm sent for God, but you show impressed by my teaching and you, and you are impressed. And I'm letting you know that I wasn't uh, schooled with y'all, that it comes from the one who sent me. Then verse 17 says, anyone who chooses to do the will of God will find out whether my teaching comes from God or whether I speak on my own. See, he's saying when you are really walking with God, that you would automatically understand where my teaching is coming from. You will understand that automatically. You wouldn't be here questioning me and giving me the third degree. You would understand that my teaching is my father's teaching. You would understand that. But the reason you don't is because you're not really being pulled close to me by my father. You're being pulled close to me because you're trying to harm me. Go to verse 18. I'm at John 7, verse 18. Whoever speaks on their own does not does so. Wait, let me read that again. Whoever speaks on their own does so to gain personal glory. But he who seeks the glory of the one who sent me is a man of truth. There is nothing false about him. And I love this. I love this because he's showing with all this humility that, okay, you're impressed by my teaching, but this teaching comes from my father. And if you're aware of this teaching, you would know who sent me. You would know who sent me. You wouldn't be asking me all these questions. And, And I love this because the timing in this story is crucial. Jesus showed up when the Lord told him. 
So I don't want you to operate inadvertently prematurely in this season because when we operate prematurely, sometimes it can cause disaster. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it can cause a mission to be aborted. Sometimes it can cause something to spin into motion prematurely. When we operate in God's time and we get the kind of results that Jesus Christ got, he shows up at the temple. They're impressed with the healing. He explains to them that my teaching don't come from me. It comes from God. And basically those that hear me and are aware of my teaching, then then they know they know this teaching is coming from God because they're in relationship. Come on now. They're in relationship with the one. They have that connection. It reminds me of when Peter, um, when the Jesus Christ asked him, who do men say that I am? And Peter says that he's the Christ. And he says, uh, flesh and blood could not have revealed that to you, only his father in heaven. And see, that's what I believe this scripture is getting at, that, you know, if you, the, the teachings that's coming from me, the only way you really going to know they coming from God and not really from me. So the teachings that's coming through him, that's a better way to say it. The teachings that's coming through Jesus Christ are coming from God. Coming from God. And the only way that you can know that is if, if God has some type of connection with you. And that's why I like that that scripture with Peter when it says flesh and blood could not have revealed that to you, but my father in heaven, my father in heaven has revealed that to you. See, I love this scripture again. I want you guys to understand that timing in this season is everything timing is everything now it go i go it goes to say this that he was going to show up there he was going to show up but it had to happen in god's timing and in this particular story in john 7 he says that he showed up halfway through which means preparation has to be made so point number one is the reason you want to stay in god's perfect timing is because he's already prepped the playing field for you He's already prepared the way for you. He says it in Jeremiah 29 and 11. He knows the plans that he has for you is not to hurt you, but to prosper you, it's to give you a hope in the future. It's to give you a hope in the future. He's already prepped the playing field for you. And point number two is this is the season to trust God's timing. Don't allow people to push you ahead. Understanding that God's ways are not your ways. God's ways are not your ways. Point number two, God's ways are not your ways. They're not your ways. And point number three, time. Time unto God. It says a day is uh, unto a thousand years to God. So don't get ahead of God. Don't get hasty. Don't think he forgot. He didn't forget anything. Nothing escapes him. He never sleeps or slumbers. He, he's aware of everything that's happening on the earth. He knew you before you was in your mother's womb. He know every hair on your head. He is very aware of what is happening to you. He's aware that you've been waiting for a certain period of time. You don't have to keep telling him that. He understands that. But allow God to be God. Allow God to do what only God can do in this season for you. And when he does it, when he blows favor over your life, people of God, when he blows his favor over your life, when he opens a door, no man can shut it. 
When he blows the favor of your life, he will remove, I said it yesterday, he will remove the shame and the disgrace. He will remove the excruciating pain of waiting because waiting sometimes can be painful. It shouldn't because patience is a fruit of the spirit and long suffering is a fruit of the spirit. But sometimes waiting when it's been a long time, it can be a little bit painful because you just start to have disbelief and wonder, is it really going to happen? But I'm here to tell you on today, just as sure as my name is Jasmine Baker, that if God said it, that settles it for you and you can trust that. I love you guys on today and I'm rapping. You know, go over to my uh, Positive Thinking Podcast on YouTube, Positive Thinking Podcast, Jasmine Baker, so you can interact with me. I'd love to do a live with you guys. Not only that, for those that have just jumped on and you haven't subscribed, what are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe. Come on, go ahead and subscribe. If you're being fed this word of God, make sure you share it with someone else because we have a world that needs to hear positive thinking. They need to hear biblical principles. Share it with them. Tell them, uh, download this particular app so that they might be blessed on today. And for those of you that are on for the first time and you have not received salvation, all you have to do is state your name and say, Lord, I invite you into my life as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me for my sins. I believe, Lord, that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, and he rose after three days. When he rose again, he had all things in his hand. Thank you, Lord. From this day forward, I will follow you because you're the Lord of my life. See how easy that was? You just accept the salvation into your life. But I don't want you to walk the walk of sanctification alone because after you receive salvation, the walk now in front of you was called the walk of sanctification. It's discipleship, it's mentorship, it's coaching, it's all of those things that we need when we first get into walking with Christ. We're a new creature. We need to learn what new creatures do, what Christ-like creatures do. I challenge you to go over to my um, website, positivethinkingpodcast.com, message me, or go over to my YouTube channel, Positive Thinking um, Podcast, Jasmine Baker. Type it in, message me, or go over to the Instagram, Positive Thinking Podcast, and DM me so that we might be able to talk. I love you. Be blessed and know that you are highly, highly favored.